and this is Pondering Pirtan with Ajishiro Taro and Hashimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. This is a lighthearted, <laughs> glorious comedy that's dedicated to Eiji Nonoka's manga series, Cromartie High School. And today we are continuing our read-through of Volume 3 with Chapter 49, Enter the Hokuto. I wonder who this uh, who this chapter's about. Um. Yeah. No clue. Did you Did you read it? I did. Maybe you can. Yeah. Maybe you can tell me. Um. Did, wait. Did you not read it? No, I did. Okay. I, I read it too. It's um, It's about Hokuto. Yeah. Um. Do you have the physical copy yet, or is that still? I do not have it yet. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's It's on its way. But I don't have it yet. Yeah. Um, I have four, five, and six. <laughs> v- very conveniently. Um, but I do not have uh I do not have three. So uh it must be because all of the people after we talked about was it last time where we talked about um you know, people not reading along and like yeah. how how much better it would be if they did uh or like how much more entertaining it would be for them yeah i did notice that the the stock cuz it was like around that time that i was trying to purchase the purchase number 3 uh and the stock just seems like dropped dramatically after we released that episode on wednesday so that may be why yeah um but at this point it's kind of like you know, everyone who's listening, I know we urged you to read along, but like, I I need it to do the podcast. So yeah, maybe just like, it's just like, t- pause for like a week uh, in terms of like buying more copies. Just give me like a week to just get this purchased. Um, yeah. And then like, then after that you can go. Um, so let's just say like. August 2023, you're in the clear. Okay. Yeah, and if if you were, like, um, really excited uh, and accidentally bought two copies and you're like, well, why do I have two copies? I'm not going to, like, read the same comic uh, at the same time, like, one in each hand. That would be silly. Um, And so you want somebody to sell the other one, too, and you're thinking about maybe posting it on some sort of marketplace to, to resell it. Uh, send us an email, ghostoverspod at gmail.com. Um, that's ghostoverspod at gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, Connor can, can order it from you just directly. Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't really want to ask this because it, I'm fine purchasing it. Um, but, but if they I find it in their fair. heart to, to, to donate to the podcast. Yeah. Just send it to our address so you can do attention pondering Puton on the package and then just yeah. send it to six, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest Washington DC 20500 <laughs> um and and then I'll, I'll get it and uh I'll I'll thank you like live on the podcast if uh if you do that cuz that'd be really really generous yeah so um anyway before we get further into this, there was like a serious thing that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
um, which is, so I think this was like today or, or maybe sometime yesterday, uh, pe- people might know, uh, SAG-AFTRA is on strike right now, um, as is the WGA and SAG-AFTRA, uh, released guidelines for podcasters about sort of general stuff. And a lot of like the, the main website is definitely most geared towards like union members who might be doing promotional stuff on podcasts or whatever. Um, but there is some more general stuff and their website also has F- FAQs for like non-members and things as well. And like influencers, stuff like that. Um, the short of all of this is, uh, I, I think I speak for both of us, Connor, when we say that one, we, we support like striking workers in general, but also we support yeah. this strike. Um, and Right now, like very clearly the stuff that would be like, uh, cause one of the things they specifically talk about are like, uh, watch along podcasts or, you know, rewatch podcasts or companion podcasts. Um, and so things like, uh, ornate stairwells, uh, which people might be looking forward to an episode coming, uh, next week in the, I guess it both feeds, whether you're listening to this on the Patreon or in the uh, free feed. Um, that one that Em and I were going to record, uh, we're still going to record something, but it's just going to be sort of goofing off. So that'll show up in the feed and like, we'll also talk a little bit about, um, why we're not talking about movies, stuff like that. Uh, but sort of like the, the movie podcasts, uh, ornate stairwells. And this is also going to include like uh, part of my franchise, stuff like that. Um, we'll go on a, a hiatus of sorts. Um, Autumn and I still haven't like talked through exactly what we're going to, what we want to do, uh, cause probably, you know, we'll see, um, they're sort of taking this break from podcasting. So they haven't thought about it too much. Uh, we might come back and we'll just like do something else, uh, that's not movie related. Um, technically I think like if we were doing something like throw away your books rally in the streets, which is not made by any of the companies that are being uh, hit by the strike, it's not like struck work. Um, it's not on any sort of streaming service, uh, that, belongs to any of those companies or anything like that i think technically that would be fine uh in and of itself but also like our movie podcast we just talk about like everything we've been watching so we'd have to like get rid of that and we we would want to be careful even when we're talking about some of that work that we're not like promoing other stuff in the process somehow um so yeah all that to say that like uh movie podcasts uh that we have on this network uh, clearly going to be like on hiatus um, and you know something else might fill the place in the interim that stuff's still being figured out the other thing that's still being figured out and this is uh, also something that would affect uh, a number of abnormal mapping shows in particular great gundam project which is like their patreon show um we we are uh Jackson of Great Gundam Project uh reached out to SEGAFTRA, uh contacted like their their FAQ on the there's like an email on the, for uh further questions on the FAQ. Uh basically saying would this apply to anime that is on a streaming service? Does is it any streaming service or is it specifically like general streaming services? For example, Crunchyroll only has anime, which uh, in and of itself, I think, would not be struck work. Um, but also it's owned by Sony, who's a struck company. Uh, so there's there's some uncertainty there. Um, and so this is the thing that w- will affect the work that, that you and I are doing on podcast, Connor. Um, 
which is uh, Psychopaths. Not only is it on Crunchyroll, but it's also on uh, a number of other streaming services, like I think Hulu and stuff like that. Um, and so if that is included in sort of uh, the stuff that should be or that, you know, is being affected by this call that they have um, and, you know, to sort of explain their their main idea here is they're not calling for a general boycott. They're not calling for like regular consumers to stop watching streaming services, but they are calling for uh, podcasters and things like that um, to sort of help support by not doing promo work for these companies and for their services and by covering up this kind of work, even if you're not necessarily saying, Hey, here's where you can go watch it. You're still like encouraging people to seek that stuff out on their streaming services. Um, so anyway, we're, we're, uh, hopefully we'll get some clarity on where something like, you know, psychopaths would stand. Um, I will be obviously, and I, I think you would be as well, uh, a little bit bummed if that final discussion episode that we recorded doesn't get released, but um, mm, yeah. standing with the union is more important to me than releasing that episode. Um, and I, I haven't actually discussed this exact part with you, Connor, because I've been sort of thinking about this like up until recording <laughs> and talking to various people <laughs> and stuff. Um, per, per our text, like 30 minutes before yeah. recording, where we were like, we can just talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. Um, even if uh, anime is not necessarily struck work, um, I don't know how much I want to immediately promote stuff that will be available on these streaming services, um, especially when our backup is, uh, you know, if we can't release that episode, though there might be like a, we'll have to figure out scheduling. There might be like a placeholder episode or, you know, just a little, Hey, here's the update about what's going on, but we're going to pivot to, to reading the Nana manga. And I'm almost leaning towards like, even if we get to finish out that psychopath season, if the strike is still happening, maybe we just pivot to the Nana manga anyway, just to sort of, um, have less uncertainty or, uh, you know, support, be less in that gray like that. area. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so us doing the Nana podcast might come early because of the strike. So (laughs) that's the, I'm kind of excited about that as well. So, uh, Uh, (laughs) just, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the additional hidden reason that, uh, uh, you know, that, that you haven't stated till now (laughs) that you just want to read the Nana manga again. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, But that's a far, far tertiary uh priority of course yeah um, um and yeah i mean even if um of course we're supporting uh a favorable resolution um on the terms of the union yeah um and hoping that that comes sooner rather than later um but whenever that comes again um hoping that it's favorable on their terms um even if the psychopaths episodes can't go out now i imagine that at some point in the future we'll be able to to release what's been recorded and or you know finish what hasn't been yeah yeah if that does go on hiatus um we will hold on to the episode we recorded we won't record more obviously um like in between because i just don't think that's worth it <laughs> um but we'll hold on to yeah. the one episode we've recorded it'll be released when um 
you know, again, hopefully favorable resolution comes about. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'd probably finish out that season with the other stuff we had planned, but, um, mm. and then pivot to Nana <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so even, if, even if, uh, you know, what, what I, my feeling is, um, the, the response to that email that Jackson sent is going to determine whether or not we finish out the psychopath season, like now, uh, mm-hmm. like we just stay the course, um, or if we immediately pivot to the Nanamanga, but I'm still leaning towards like, even if the email comes back and says, yeah, you can talk about like streaming anime. That's not like the, the target of this or, you know, what we're, what we're trying to, um, have be affected here. We might still just finish that season and then still do the Nanamanga just to like avoid the streaming services anyway, a little bit, um, for, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, it would be great if there was a favorable resolution before we, it even got to that point. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we were going to do the Nana anime anyway, so it's not too much of a departure yeah. uh, from what we were planning. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it works out because you and I have talked about this. I don't know if these snippets of conversation have gone like on Ghost Divers or Puton, but uh, when we did our Ghost Divers bonus episode on the Nanamanga uh, last like New Year's, it became very clear immediately that one episode was not sufficient uh, yeah. for our for our thoughts and the discussions that we wanted to have about it yeah uh, and then i think we've just like forestalled we really haven't talked about it since uh i guess anticipating that we would well i think even on that episode we were like we're just gonna do a mon- was that where the idea was hatched for us to do the nana manga like podcast yeah was it on that yeah yeah. Um, um, so by the end the of the time episode I was, itself, we had concluded at, we were going to do that. Yeah. And at the time I was hesitant to, because I think the way that I want to do it will take up a lot. It'll be a lot of episodes because I, I don't want to have us rush through the manga. Um, and the manga just covers more than the anime anyway, which was still going to be like a decently long season. Um, and so it might be something like uh, a volume uh, you know, I was thinking it's either like a volume every other week or like maybe half a volume every week or something. Um, mm-hmm. and at that pace, that's like a year long podcast project. Um, but with this like slight push, uh, I feel slightly better about just being like, I am excited about us doing that. Um, I'm excited about other stuff that we have, uh, planned for ghost divers. Um, but you know, I, I would not be like heartbroken to, to wait a year to do some of that stuff <laughs> and to just do the manga, which is really what I want to talk about more than the, an- the anime anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to end up, we were anticipating that we were going to end up talking about the manga extensively in the course of talking about the anime anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it probably would have ended up being like, depending on how much self-control we were uh, willing to exercise as it went along, I think the manga may have like 
ideas from the manga or, or our perceptions of it may have ended up outweighing the like discussion of the anime. Yeah. Um, so if we do, if it does come to pass that we do anime after, and uh, of course we'd rearrange the schedule so we wouldn't just, you know, do the non-manga and, and then, then immediately, do immediately the go into the anime. Yeah. Um, so we would push the anime out for a while. And then there's a there's a certain convenience about that because then we can just reference back to uh, it, I feel like it can be more of a different discussion at that point. Yeah, uh, because we have like a shorthand. In so far as you know, we've already discussed the manga ex- extensively, um, so then we can kind of I think once you have that all uh, all of that groundwork laid out, then it's easier to depart from it. Uh, or just like bracket it off instead of being like, oh yeah, like what I really want to talk about, <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're talking about the anime, but like we haven't uh, ex- ex- examined this like thing that the anime is portraying in the manga, and the manga is much more extensive, and that's what we really want to talk about. We want to talk about the full scope of this, so yeah. therefore, you know, now we're driven to back to the manga. Um, once we get that out of our system, we can just go take the anime more on its own terms and just be like, yeah, you know, it's, I haven't, well, I haven't seen the anime yet, but it clearly it's scaled down. Um, or it's like, there's, there's less content in it. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, it doesn't go for the full length of the, the volumes. Um, like, uh, without like going into any other details for people who don't want to know, but just to explain to you, Connor, it like uh, ends with that fireworks. And the first time that you get the, the jump forward, um, you get like a, a view into the future. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, like basically like that chapter is where the anime ends. So there's a lot, there's a lot left yeah. out. Yeah. There's a lot after that, that happens uh, that, <laughs> you know, just, so it was probably important. being saved for like a season two or something, uh, if yeah. they made one. But also it's pretty common for um a lot of anime stuff in Japan to function as something to promote people going and reading the manga. So it's also like very uh common for anime to end before the manga does. Because really, it's just to try and like get more people interested, and then you get to the end, and you're like, "Well, what happens next?" And it's like, "Well, read the manga." <laughs> yeah, um, in a very pro highway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in a way that maybe Crow High is uh, is taking off on. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that um, if that kind of covers everything that that we wanted to to say. Um, about the situation with the strike, but, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes, <laughs> yeah. I guess is the, uh, we'll, we'll see what, what kind of information we get and then how it goes after that. But, uh, this is a, it appears to be a strong possibility. So anyone who listens to ghost divers, um, you know, be prepared for that sudden departure from our, normal programming yeah uh so speaking of crow high 
Yeah. Uh, we, I am, I am particularly determined tonight that we go <laughs> engage with Kurohai. Uh, cause yeah. we started a new volume and then three chapter, like we've gone three chapters and therefore three episodes of Futon without, <laughs> without even doing the bare minimum that we set for ourselves of like favorite part of the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> so I propose we go back and, at minimum, address our favorite parts of each chapter so far. Because we've okay. had some good... Yeah. Volume 3 is, like, good so far. Um, I feel like we talked about this a little bit. with. I think I feel like we did that bare minimum with uh, 47. Or at least they did mention really liking... I, I do remember mention, mentioning liking the development between uh, the relationship with uh, Takanochi and Mr. Mercury. You did, yeah. In the context yeah. of like what we of what we didn't do, you were yeah. like, "Yeah, we didn't do this. We didn't talk about yeah. this." Uh, um, but that that truly was my favorite part. Um, because it yeah. it starts out with like um, like there's just like a back and forth about like you know the original relationship being like, "Hey." You, I used to live in this place called Japan and I feel like I saw you there. And he's like, what? No, you know, I hate Japan. I've never been there. Um, I don't know that, anything about it. And also yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, still him seeming to be like, uh, helpful initially. Um, Hold on, before, before you continue, because, yeah. and I'm, I'm pausing you for a good reason. I need to interject my favorite part of this of this okay. chapter, which I agree, which also is uh, Mercury. Uh, and my favorite part of this chapter is that immediately, as soon as I started like reading Mercury's dialogue, I heard it all in the voice of JC, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, for people who yeah, uh, who are like listeners, JC is a close friend of ours. Uh, he was on our Bakuna podcast, where multiple times he did the the voice. Yeah, that I know that. I'm How many times to... I gotta tell you? <laughs> it's especially the tell you. Like, the tell you yeah. is such a yeah. That voice that yeah. JC does. <laughs> so I'm just like, and it's it's so perfect. It's so good and so funny. Um, I've never been so, to Japan. <laughs> How many times I gotta tell you? Listen, boss. <laughs> They can't, it really, neither yeah. of us can do it. Yeah. Uh, he just does it so well. Uh, well. I can hear it in my head. You're right. Yeah, exactly. So all of this dialogue is just like perfect, like the kind of shit that JC would do. Uh, so anyway, now uh, continue with that in mind. Yeah, it seems to be helpful, uh, but then ends up like getting a vehicle for the weapon because they're going to go like attack some other gang because he, he falls in with the mafia. Um, and then, uh, it then I'm becoming like, but is he intentionally making Takanochi get into the vehicle because he's trying to like get him to get over his motion sickness because he wants his friend to be able to go back home. And like, in order to do that, Takanochi needs to like, uh, get over his motion sickness so he can get back onto a plane. Um, but then also like, 
feeling sad about how he doesn't. And so then is he trying to get Takanochi motion sick so that he won't leave? Like there's like all that. So he's even more averse to yeah. flying. Yeah. Um, and so there's like all this complexity of like, is he trying to help Takanochi or is he like, uh, specifically trying to thwart him? Uh, and it just keeps like going back and forth and there's never like really an answer. Um, and then it's also mixed in with him just like saying a bunch of Japanese phrases and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the ambiguity about, like, you know, he looks exactly like Freddy. Uh, yeah. And then there's, like, yeah, that's deepened by the dialogue where he's, like, given these Japanese, like, sayings yeah. uh, that are, like, tantalizing Takanochi. But then it's uh, also, it's very un-Freddy because Freddy, Freddy never talks at all. Yeah, and Mercury talks a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also funny because, like, it just feels very plausible that someone like Mercury would be in New York. Like yeah. I could see, I could see this guy in New York. <laughs> yeah. It just like happens to far live more a lot than like in Freddy. a Japanese high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like finally he's in a plausible setting. Yeah, uh, but because of the context with Freddie, uh, it it just becomes that much more amusing. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's this is. Uh, 47 is an amazing chapter. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, 48. Um, 48 is a... Well, 48, we get Freddy back. We get our actual Freddy. Yeah. Uh, and taking on, like, becoming part of this bit uh, where he's... So Hokuto's lackey is, like, inside the cake. Uh, it's Mekazawa's birthday. Hokuto's lackey's inside the cake. Uh, and he's like convinced by Kamiyama to go in the cake because like when he jumps out, he'll be the center of attention. And this will be the moment where he's like finally recognized. Yeah. Uh, but then in like t- standard crow high fashion, there's just a bunch of like hijinks that go wrong. Uh, first being <laughs> that like Freddie is singing. So no one wants is paying attention to the cake. It's like delaying the cake reveal. Uh, so then, like, no one's, uh, like, engaging with the cake. He's trapped mm. in the cake for that reason. And then the gorilla starts eating the cake, so he's going to be, like, revealed prematurely. Uh, and then, uh, you know, so there's that kind of flip there. Uh, and then, you know, finally, Mikazawa is just like, I don't even, I don't want cake. Yeah. Uh, and we don't ever, we don't really ever see what happens to Hokuda's lackey. <laughs> Uh, if he gets out or not. Yeah, I think that is my favorite part, is that it just ends with the, like, big, you know, splash panel of, like, happy birthday, the cake, like, nah, I'll pass, I don't really like sweets, and just, huh? And then it just, like, the smash (laughs) cut for the bottom panel to them just, like, standing outside. I guess Hokuto is, like, standing there, uh, at the railing with Kamiyama. Uh, but then the gorilla also just standing there eating a banana and the gorilla eating the banana was the fun, like my funny little detail that I really enjoyed yeah, the, this time. The gorilla even being here like, yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He's got me. I'm all like tried to lure the gorilla away from the cake with a banana. Uh, but it's just funny that the gorilla is just like here uh, also standing on the balcony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then 49. So my favorite part of this chapter comes, comes very quickly. Uh, which is the first panel is this like wide panel where we get this close up on Hokuto. Uh, and he's doing this like 
uh, kind of a standard bit with Hokuto, which is his like, uh, he's this narration. It's like him looking really intense. It's a close up on him, uh, on his face. And he's doing this narration about like, uh, we're also getting more like background on him. Um, but this narration about like, you know, his family owns the foremost Saibatsu in Japan. Uh, I'm a martial arts master. Like I was born to be a ruler of men, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, it's like interrupted by, we get a panel of Hokuto's lackey here again. So he's escaped the cake, uh, being like Hokuto-san, I've got some big news. And then it cuts back. So now it's Hokuto from the reverse angle. And we see he's just like standing at the urinal. So the first panel is just like the POV of the urinal wall. (laughs) He's just staring at the urinal wall with this like mean mug thinking about how he's going to conquer Japan. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The other, the other one that I really liked was um, let me see if I can find exactly where this is like a very short uh, one-off thing. Um. Oh, how how late was it? Let me. See, I don't know where the the panel is. Um. But yeah, there's there's all this stuff about like how great he is than everybody else, and how much he needs to like be the ruler and prove that uh, you know, he's better. He's like calling uh his lackey. He deserves to compete. worm and stuff. Um, yeah, for the kingpin of Japan. Yeah. Oh, and then here it is. Uh, it's on. So within the chapter, um, it would be the fourth page, sort of like uh, you know, third row. Uh, the one on the furthest left. Um, thank you for joining us <laughs> today. Uh, <laughs> next time, we should we'll know where reading- to find it. <laughs> yeah, next time we will be reading chapter 50 from volume 3 you can find the full schedule or, uh, schedule at exportaudio slash putdown schedule if you have questions for us send them to ghostoverspot at gmail.com you can get early access to episodes of this podcast and many others by becoming a world patron of the network at exportaud.io listen to the week before the bellic feeds or for five dollars to get exclusive bonus episodes of a variety of podcasts on the network but especially coffee and comic books a podcast where they actually talk about the comics most of the time uh, if you like this podcast please tell a friend they can find the free free to exportaud.io slash Putan, or by searching Pondering Putan on their podcast of choice. Um, if you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers. You can find it at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers by searching Ghost Divers during a podcast of choice. See earlier this episode about uh, what might happen to Ghost Divers depending on how things go. Um, you can find the show at Ponder Putan on Twitter, just at Putan on Ghost. You can find me at Foxmom Neon Twitter and Ghost, where you can check my pinned tweet or pinned post to find links to all of my podcasts. Uh, where can people find you, Connor? You all can find me at Rabelais on Twitter and Ghost. And our opening theme is Ninga Nante by Yoshio Takaro, and taking us out today is Kung Fu Blue by Unun. Class is missed.